You're listening to the Collective Church Podcast. To learn more about the Collective Church in Portland, Oregon, and Vancouver, Washington, visit us online at thecollectivechurch.com. Thank you, Father. Lord, we just, again, we thank you. We love you so much. We praise you. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you that in this season, um, we thank you for the incarnation, Lord. We thank you that Emmanuel, God with us, God with us, we thank you that you came from heaven to earth and took on the form of a man, that you lived a perfect life, then you took all of our sin, all of our shame, all of our pain, you died on the cross, and you rose again. Well, we just we just thank you for what the season means, and the ref- I just like just the refocusing of our spirits today in Jesus name and everybody said turn to Colossians chapter 2 Colossians chapter 2 thank you Jesus you ever heard the I know you have but KISS K-I-S-S what does it stand for I've always hated the stupid part. <laughs> keep it simple, sir, or keep it simple, sister. Um, I, I, I felt, um, and this happened last week after church, and, and I, I, like I called Bob, I was talking with Bob, and talking with Pastor Shauna, and I was like, it was almost like, it's funny because we we always want something new, right? Like the new thing, the the new weight loss thing, right? That's why there's that's why there's infomercials. We're like, why are there infomercials? Because people buy from them, or else they wouldn't have them. Shahila, you can. I'm not going to do this to you on your last Sunday. I'll call you back up in a few minutes. Love you. <laughs> talking about infomercials and it was like the most beautiful like angelic music. I'm like, this is not meshing with what I'm saying right now. It's like, because people buy them, right? And because we want, we want new, we want the magic bullet. We want something that's actually, that's a great little, you know, shakes up your shakes and, you know, the ninja and the, all the things, right? We want the new thing, the one that does the best and the most and is, is, is there's less work it's like that. Oh, I can have those kind of abs. Not do a single sit-up. Unbelievable. Thank you, Tony Little. Um, was it, wasn't he the gazelle guy? Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyways, all the all the people that can't sleep at night are like, we don't know. <laughs> So I'm, I mean, I just so I started. I started thinking, and then and then you know, growing up in the church, you know, well-meaning speakers and people come through, and they're like, "We have discovered the secret that the entire church fathers have missed for the last two thousand years, and the apostles missed it as well." But I, through my study of Greek and Hebrew and numerology, have discovered 
that your prayers will be more answered if you put the tallit over your head and hunker down and blow the shafar every third stanza, you know? And like, so I grew up, and, and you're like, ha that's funny. It's like, no, seriously, those kind of prescriptions. How many know what I'm talking about? You can raise your hand. Okay, there's two of you. Great. But what's, what's the next thing that's going to do it? Is it, oh, it's, it's, it's a new way of fasting. It's a new way of fasting. It's, it's a new, it's the, it's, the, it's the prayer hour. Remember the prayer hour? 20 minutes of, of thanksgiving and praise, and then you do 20 minutes of this, and then you do 20 minutes of intercession, and then 20, and then you're, you're an hour, right? And, and all these things, they're, they're not bad. None of these are, none of these are bad. Um, I'm, I'm going to even I'm going to even step out into it a little bit right now. Is last week we were hearing testimonies of people at Vancouver Church who had been through deliverance, who God had radically delivered their lives, and then we heard testimonies of of outrageous radical transparency. Like uh, I had a friend w- at church last Sunday night, and he's like, "Y'all are crazy." Like the transparency. You know, even, even to the fact of, and I, I don't mean to, to embarrass you two, but I'm going to talk about you two. Even to, to the fact that Trudy's like, yeah, yeah, irritable bowel syndrome and bathroom stuff. Like most people in most churches would be like, I had some tummy issues. Do you know, like we're just like putting it out there for the world, to, you know, and, and I love, praise God for what he's done in your life, by the way. That is just, I am, we're rejoicing with you. And we're, we're believing God. If you've got stomach issues, grab onto that. Grab onto that. You know, and so radical transparency, this is the way. Deliverance ministry, this is the way. Sozo ministry, this is the way. And I felt like Jesus just said to me, like, no, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but through me. And like, re, let's refocus, church. Let's refocus. Let's re, all of these things are just things. Deliverance is just a thing. It's a, just a thing in a, in, in a lot of things. It's just a thing. Is it, an, is, it, is it an amazing thing? It's an amazing thing. That God would use us to partner with heaven to to evict demonic forces that are trespassing on the ownership of Jesus Christ. It's amazing. But is that our sole role as believers is just to get people delivered from demons? No. It's just a thing. But it's, it's an awesome thing. Is transparency, is transparency a good thing? It's a wonderful thing. But guess what? It's just a thing. It's just a thing. Here's, here's my, my concern as my pastoral concern is this, is that we would get fixated on a thing and make that the thing. And I just felt like a keep it simple, sister. Keep it simple, sir. Like it's a refocusing on, it's, it is, it, everything runs through him and to him and for him and by him. It's all about Jesus. And so, so what can happen if we make a thing too big of a thing is what happens is now 
Now we just have people running around. And listen, here's another thing that prompted me this week on it. I was watching a secular, <laughs> a secular person in, in uh, the, maybe the counseling space or uh, personal develop, development and growth space. I can't remember exactly what it was, but they were talking about transparency. They were essentially giving, um, and I just saw Casey, I just saw your sweater right now as I'm preaching, and it's awesome. And I appreciate you wearing that this morning. Um, it's just totally squirrel moment of the day. And I love you. Um, and he was saying, you know what, they were, they were preaching like cross the island. They were preaching like, you've got, the only way out is through, like transparency. And I'm like, you know what, our message cannot just be about transparency. Transparency is part of it. it it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a piece of it. But I, I feel like sometimes we can grab onto a principle and we can make it the principle thing. So a, a, just a principle has to stay a principle. And when we make things a, the, the, the main thing, what a lot of times what we do is, is it's like it becomes a religious thing then. It becomes, and we're also, I know we all talk about nobody likes religion. We don't like religion. Yeah. You know, we, we sing that what's the one song? Um, Break Down the Walls, that one song, my favorite song. Kristen, can you sing that right now? <laughs> like, this is my favorite song, right? I will make room for you. Break down the walls. What are the words? It's my, all my religion, all my tradition, all religion, all whatever. We're breaking up, we're tearing down, we're casting away. We're doing something with it. And, and so we, we do this and we say this, but can I just remind all of us, we are all susceptible to it, like all the time. We're also, like, every religion has its roots in Babel. People coming together, right? People coming together to build something to pierce the heavens to get closer to God. Just came up with that on my own. Bob and I have been listening to the same podcast. Um, and, and so that thing can become the thing that's like, hey, you do this, you'll get closer to God. Now, here's the reality. Theologically, we are all, like, he forever made, by, this, by his one sacrifice, Hebrews says, he forever made perfect those who are being made holy. So everything that we do, all the to-dos, oh, it's about, it's about counseling. It's about counseling. Just, you you got to go see a counselor. You got to go see a counselor. Listen, I went to two years of counseling. I believe in counseling. But counseling is not the thing. It's a thing. Are you getting where I'm going this morning? We are, we are reframing, putting Jesus back into the right place. None of these things have to do with salvation, sanctification. Salvation, sanctification happens at the moment of salvation. There's, there, there is, we believe in two, two sanctifications. We believe in a sanctification instantly. When I put my faith in Jesus Christ, I am sanctified. I am justified. I am righteous. Like all the things I have, are the same spirit that dwelt in Christ Jesus and raised him from the dead, now lives in all those things. 
now we are in a process of progressive sanctification, of becoming more and more like Jesus. That's why we're transparent. That's why we love deliverance ministry. That's why we love counseling. That's why we love freedom ministry. Not for initial sanctification, but to go, you know what? We just don't want to live with any garbage anymore. We just actually want to be free from all condemnation, all shame, all hauntings of the past, all demonic influence. We want to close every door that's been open. Amen? We, I'm, I'm telling you, we want to live free. We want to live free. But my concern is that we look at those pieces of progressive sanctification as the principal thing for our salvation and for our relationship with Jesus Christ. And I'm just telling you, it will always be Jesus. It will always be Jesus. He is the first. He is the most. Can I just read you who he is and who he said he is? He says this. I'm going to go alphabetically right now through who, what the scripture says of Jesus. My dad has this memorized and I kid you not, he he will he has said this list before, and has he and, and I'm I'm praying this happens today. But as he has said, gone through this list, I, you felt the anointing just go into the room as we just declare the names of Jesus. So how many want to just declare the names of Jesus right now? Starting in A, he is the Almighty One. Do you guys like it when I send out PDFs? By the way, y'all use those? Because I can send that out. I can send this out. Almighty One, Alpha and Omega. He's the advocate. He's the author and perfecter of our faith. Come on, somebody. He's the authority. Jesus said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Let's go with B. He's the bread of life. He's the beloved son of God. He's the bridegroom. He's the chief cornerstone. He's the deliverer. He's the faithful and true. He's the good shepherd. He's the great high priest. He's the head of the church. Come on, somebody. He's the holy servant. He's the I am. He's Emmanuel. He's the indescribable gift. He's the judge. He's the king of kings. He's the lamb of God. He's the light of the world. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's the Lord of all. He's the mediator. For there is only one God and one mediator between God and man. The man, Jesus Christ. He's the Messiah. He's the Messiah. He's the mighty one. He's the one who sets free. He's our hope. He's peace. He's the prophet. He's the redeemer. He's the risen Lord. He's the rock. He's the sacrifice for our sins. He's the Savior. He's the Son of Man. Well, let's go back to Savior. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. He's the Son of Man. For the Son of Man came to seek and save all who were lost. He's the Son of the Most High. He's the supreme creator over all. He's the resurrection and the life. He's the door. 
I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and go in and out and find pasture. He's the way. He's the word. He's the true vine. He's the truth. He's the victorious one. And the last four are what was prophesied over Jesus in Isaiah. And I'm going to read these four to you. He is wonderful, the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. This is Jesus who we serve. This is Jesus. Who while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And the Bible said it was at just the right time. Oof. That's good stuff right there. Now I want to read Colossians. And we're gonna we're gonna sing that song, and we are going to lift high the name of Jesus this morning. We're gonna ask for a refocusing that if Jesus has been in the peripheral, that he's going to become in the center, in the center of everything that we do. Somebody say amen to that. I I didn't finish this thought, um, which is not unique for me. You know what? I just trust the Holy Spirit is finishing my thoughts sometimes. Thank you, Jesus. But I never want people to go, okay, transparency is, okay, let's go meet with Bruce. Hey, Bruce. I did a bunch of bad things, Bruce. I messed up. (sighs) I feel better. Thank you, Bruce, for taking all of my shame. Thank you for taking it all. And we place it on a person. And now the power is just, the power is just not, yeah, Bruce is not reacting at all. He's really not helping me out here. Are you having a rough holiday season? I need to pray for you. Um, then all of a sudden, like, my freedom is now just, it's just like, I'm just, I'm just, dumping and downloading. I'm just like, okay, <sighs> I feel better because I, I talked to my brother and I confessed my faults to my brother. And now I'm, that's part of the process of it. But the power, that's not where the power is at. And so my, my, my fear, if I would just to be really honest, my fear is that people go, oh, the, the, the power is in somebody praying for me at Drenched to be rid of a demon. When that's actually not the power source. The power source is when Jesus yelled out, it is finished. He gave us access into his very presence. So we don't start going event to event to, to, to transparency session to transparency session, but we're actually being changed into the image of God. And I, There's a word we've been really scared of for a long time, and it's the word holiness. Like, oh, that's kind of religious. It's holiness. Holiness. The word holiness just is actual, just is our sanctification being worked out. It's being, it's our sanctification being worked out of us going, like, what, what happened this morning? Oh, Heather corrected me this morning. And I wanted to argue. My little Holy Spirit in the car. My little blonde Holy Spirit. You have one too, don't you? 
No, but God uses our wives. He, wives, God uses your, spe- your husbands. Amen? Come on, somebody. He uses connection. That was the word. He uses connection. And, and I, she said, hey, you said something yesterday that you probably shouldn't have, and I just wanted to go. Yeah, well, it was, it was okay because, and I wanted to, and I said, oh, you're right. You're right, that was wrong. And I, I knew better. After pastoring for how many years, after being a believer for how many years, why? Because I'm in a process of holiness. And I actually, I want to be more and more like Jesus. I want to be more and more like Jesus. And so we have to submit ourselves to a process and not just to a magic bullet. Well, now the demon's gone and I just go back to my own life. Now I just, I just, and, and, man, we go, we go for a long time with this. But now I just, I just get everything out. So, so, so I'm just satiating myself. I'm just, I'm just self-satiating. I, I'm feeling better in the moment because I did a spiritual dis- discipline. But if it's not connected to the Holy Spirit, and if it's not connected to Jesus, like, it's just, a, it's just, it's, we should just go hang out with Deepak Chopra and Oprah and, like, all the gurus and read all those books and just do all that stuff. Because it's the same stuff, but without the power of the Holy Spirit. I was listening to a podcast last night and um, probably should send that one out too. It's really good. And he was talking about there's sometimes that he's in a room and he, he operates in deliverance. He said sometimes in the room where there's demonic activity and the Holy Spirit says, you are not released. You are not released to pray for that person and to, and, and to go after that thing. Even though like in, 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 the, author, in, the, in the common authority, the common authority of the believer I have every right to do that. So the Holy Spirit says, no, no, no. Why? Because that's not the magic bullet. Well, shoot, if that's the magic bullet, let's just do a group deliverance this morning. And we all be good and we'll have a revival and we'll see. No, no, no. It's not, it's that, that's just a piece of it. That would be a misunderstanding. That's, that's a piece of it. But the focus of it is Christ and Christ crucified and resurrected and coming again. Remember the disciples came back to Jesus and they were like, they were like, Jesus, we, we cast out so many demons. It was awesome that we had major power encounters and we kicked butt. And they were pumped about it. And Jesus said, don't rejoice. Don't rejoice in the fact that you had the authority because that's common authority. That is common authority. You don't have to be in the office of a prophet. You don't have to be in the office of an apostle. You don't have to be now, there are offices, and there are gifts, and there are people that are absolutely gifted for deliverance, and we need them in there because they have the discerning of spirits, and they have the, uh, they have the gift of the word of knowledge, all that stuff, right? But we, we have common authority in that. And so, um, don't remember where I was. I need my helper. Blonde Holy Spirit, where was I? <laughs> Silver bullet. Yes, thank you. Gold star. Gold star. And so Jesus says, don't rejoice in that, but rejoice that your names are written in the book, the Lamb's book of life. Meaning, like, this is preeminent. 
all this. And when we get it switched, can I just tell you, we get weird. When we get things, when we get flipped upside down, we get weird. When we start to, to live off of these emphasis as the main thing, things get weird. So let me read scripture, and then we're going to sing. How many, how many are following me right now? Okay. Colossians chapter 2, which is one of my favorite chapters in the whole Bible. I think I've said, it, I've said this before, but when I, when I read Colossians 2 a few years back, I was like, there is no way that this was in my Bible when I was growing up. This is like a, this is like a progressive revelation that the elders have given and placed in the Bible. No, just kidding. That's not what we do. That's what other people do. Oh, coffee's good now. Okay, anyways. <laughs> okay, what's that? Yeah, get the keys going before we veer too far off here. Colossians chapter 2. Let's read the whole thing. Why not? You know, we're not having 9 and 11 next week, so let's just take as long as we can this week. Let's make a marathon service. Okay, I want you to know how much I've agonized for you in the church at Laodicea and for many other believers who have never met me personally. I want them to be encouraged and knit together by strong ties of love. I want them to have complete confidence that they understand God's mysterious plan. I want you to catch this. Ooh, what is God's mysterious plan? Is it, it does it have something to do with Jewish roots? Does it have something to do with what's, and then, and then Paul answers it and he says, um, the mysterious plan is Christ himself. <laughs> Did you see that? What's the mysterious plan? It's Christ himself in him. Everyone say in him. I need a shout in him, in Jesus, in Jesus lie hidden all the tre isn't that funny they're like like it's like going I hid all the communion bread in here everyone it's like he's saying everything that's all the mysterious things are hidden they're in me don't go looking everywhere else for mysterious hidden things about me just come to me the source of life the source I'm telling, I'm telling you this so that no one will deceive you. Hey guys, we gotta be doing this. We need to be praying for angels. We need to be naming our angels. We need to be, and, 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 and God gives us names of angels sometimes. But that's, again, this is not our, it's not the main thing. For though I am far away from you, my heart is with you and I rejoice you are living as you should and that your faith in Christ is strong and now just as you've accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord you must continue to follow him let your roots go, grow deep down into him and let your lives be built on him <laughs> so good then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness don't let anyone capture you collective church with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. For Christ lives all the fullness of God in, human body, in a human body. So you are also complete through your union with Christ 
who is the head over every ruler and authority. When you came to Christ, you were circumcised, not by a physical procedure. Christ performed a spiritual circumcision by cutting away your sinful nature. For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized. And with him you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. You were dead because of your sins. Worship team, you can come. And because of your sinful nature was not yet cut away, then God made you alive with Christ and forgave all, all of our sins. He canceled the record of the charges against us. Hear this. This is like, this is big time. And he took, he took it away by nailing it to the cross. In this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. Do you know that you, your and my life, we are walking sandwich boards. We are walking billboards right now of that Jesus kicked Satan's butt. Seriously, our life, you're like, I feel so lame and my family's going through so much and that's true and I feel so, but if you were to see in the spiritual realm, you'd be wearing a, a, a neon sign that said, we kick the devil's butt, we are victorious. And like we, we are a constant, our life is a constant parade shaming the enemy because of what Jesus has done. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. So don't let anyone condemn you for what you eat or drink or for not celebrating certain holy days or new moon ceremonies or Sabbaths. Again, don't be fooled, church. For these rules are only shadows of the reality yet to come, and Christ himself is that reality. Don't let anyone condemn you by insisting on pious self-denial or the worship of angels, saying they have had visions about these things. Their sinful minds have made them proud, and they are not connected to Christ. Again, are you seeing a trend here? It's all about Christ. It's all about Jesus. He's the head of the body, for he holds the whole body together with its joints and ligaments, and it grows as God nourishes it. You have died with Christ, and he has set you free from the spiritual powers of this world. So why do you keep on following the rules of the world, such as don't handle, don't taste, don't touch? These, okay, I'm telling you, I pray that these two verses go so deep down in your spirit, they get lodged in there, and I pray that they would echo for the rest of the day. Such rules are mere human teachings about things that deteriorate as we use them. Can I just tell you, in heaven, we will not have deliverance. We will be delivered. Ain't no demon can go to heaven. In heaven, guess what? We're not going to have freedom sessions. Like, where was Jesus when you were? Well, he's right here with me now, so I don't care. <laughs> we're actually holding hands right now, so I don't really care. I don't know, I actually remember that. Well, what about counsel? No. Ceases. What about, I think the most important thing in life is praying in tongues. Super important. It is, I literally don't know what I would do without it. You know how many times I'm like, I don't know what to pray for. I'd, I, I don't even know where to start. I've got three kids that are going to get married in the next decade and go to college. 
that, that right there alone is so many prayers. It's all of the prayers. I'm just beginning to pray. I'm serious. Pray in the spirit. Pray at God's level. Pray at God's language. But is it the most important thing? Actually, Paul says tongues will cease. Because <laughs> why? Because we'll be in a state of speaking God's language. All 24-7. What about prophecy? I wish that you all may prophesy. Do we want to prophesy, collective church? Do we want words of knowledge? Yes. Is it the main thing? No. It's not the main thing. Prophecies will go away. And by the way, Paul says all those things that we do, healing, works of miracles, prophecy, if it's done in the wrong spirit, it's a clanging gong and it's annoying. If it's not done what? In the spirit of Jesus with the fruit of the Spirit, which is what? What's the fruit of the Spirit? We can trace it back to Jesus again. It's John chapter 15. If I'm the vine and you are the branches, again, Jesus in Christ, now we're bearing fruit. Now when we prophesy, now when we have words of knowledge, now when there's laying out hands and, and miracles, it's done because of connection with Jesus. Jesus. I'm going to read this last verse. Tiffany's going to sing, I don't want anyone else. I don't need anything else. We, I'm telling you, I want us, let's all stand right now. We're going to declare this. We're going to declare this. You have to repent and say, Lord, I, I, I've made something else bigger than, than I've made Jesus. When I'm telling people about Jesus, I, I realize that I'm, I'm more so telling them about prophecy and healing and, and deliverance than I am actually about Jesus, what you did on the cross, and daily relationship with Jesus. And I, I, I need to refocus right now. I need to refocus on Jesus. Last verse. These rules may seem wise because they require strong devotion pious self-denial and severe bodily discipline but they provide no help in conquering a person's evil desires Jesus we thank you right now so I'm gonna read I'm gonna read one more I got, I got one more scripture one more scripture thank you Jesus I just remembered Colossians 1 is amazing. I'm not going to read the whole chapter. It says this. He has enabled you to share in the inheritance that belongs to his people who live in the light. For he has rescued us, what Heather said, from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. Okay, this is titled Christ is Supreme. Okay, get ready, guys. You start. You can start building it. We're gonna. We're gonna go here. One second. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything else was created. Is supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see, such as thrones and kingdoms and rulers and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. He existed before anything else. 
and he holds all creation together. Christ is the head of the church, which is his body. He is the beginning supreme over all who rise from the dead. So he is first in everything. For God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ, and through him God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. Come on, let's give him praise. Let's give Jesus praise. Thanks for listening to the Collective Church Podcast. To find out more, visit thecollectivechurch.com.